Hey loves, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Testimony with Queen Mo. I am your girl, Queen Mo, owner of shopmolavish.com, online boutique, and also YouTube influencer channel, I am Queen Mo. This podcast is all about women coming together and sharing our stories so that we can increase our faith. We are overcomers by the words of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Faith without work is dead, so this is my work for the kingdom. Stay connected with Tuesday Testimony by going to our website, TuesdayTestimonyWithQueenMo.com. Also join the email list so you can hear about all the new episodes coming up, all the news that's going on within us and how this podcast is growing and getting bigger and better. And also, you can send us your praise reports. And let us know if you would like to be on the show. All that can be done at TuesdayTestimonyWithQueenMo.com. Leave us a review if you are enjoying this episode on your listening platforms. And share this with your friends and family. Also, you can support this podcast with a small donation of 99 cents a month. This will help us to keep this podcast going and pay our expenses. We hope that you make Tuesday Testimony Podcast a part of your Tuesday routine. We're here every Tuesday, and we just thank you guys so much for listening and your support. And let's get right into this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Testimony with Queen Mo. I am your girl, Queen Mo. So today, I'm going to give my part two of how I never gave up on my dreams to be able to be an educated Black woman in America. So this is part two. I hope you guys I enjoyed the last episode. If you have not listened to the last episode, then definitely go back or listen to that first and then come back to this one. This is with Maria Franklin, an actor, model, author, all the above, her giving her testimony. And then after this week, I will have Sylvia Grant of Matters of the Heart as a life coach. She will be speaking as to how she got to becoming a life coach and the things that she's gone through in life that will actually help others and give them tools to be able to get through life and not give up on their dreams and be able to be in a free mind state so that they're able to obtain their goals and their dreams as well. Spirit of the living God, fresh on this message, Lord Jesus, let this touch whoever it's supposed to touch, Lord Jesus. We know that we are overcomers by our words, Lord Jesus, and we can help others and heal others by just hearing our testimony, Lord Jesus. And I pray that me giving my personal testimony as to how I came through things and trials and tribulations in every form that the enemy could come up against me in order for me to complete my degrees, in order for me to obtain those things, Lord Jesus. I know just looking back, me going through all those things set me up for being an entrepreneur, set me up for being able to have this podcast, Lord Jesus, set me up for so many things in life that I was going to be able to 
depend on you and draw closer to you to be able to get my strength without looking for strength to come from my textbooks or wisdom or being on any accomplishments or goals or things that I did, but actually being set up by the relationship that you and I have by having the closeness, by having the trust in you, by having the confidence in you, I was able to accomplish and do things knowing that if I could not do it, I know that I could do all things through Christ, Lord Jesus. And I just thank you so much for choosing me, for allowing me to be in your kingdom, for adopting me through your kingdom, through your son, Lord Jesus. And I do not take that lightly and for granted. And I just pray that somebody gets some healing, somebody gets some get fed off of this word, somebody gets motivated off of this word, and most of all, Lord, that they draw closer to you and trust in you more. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. And so the Bible verse for this episode 23, Never Give Up on Your Dreams Part 2, is going to be the same as episode 21, and that's Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 30. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. So when I left off, I was saying how hard it was for me to get my associate's degree, and I went through how God had just did stuff by divine connection, by me being able to get a scholarship, the thing that he gave me, the people he placed in my life at that time to help me and my mother be able to sign me up for college and actually be able to get a scholarship and also all the trials and tribulations that I went through to be able to finish this two-year degree. So after I finished my associates in legal assisting at this time during my graduation, I was already a mother. I was 21 as a mother. And so I tried to go back to City College in Fort Lauderdale and see if I could get my bachelor's in business so that I could go on to go to Nova for law school because I had took my associates in legal assistance. So I went back. I took a few business classes there. I believe I lasted two semesters and it just was too hard to do because at the time I was a mother and I was in school. I lived in Riviera excuse me, I lived in Riviera, which my job was already an hour away. And then leaving my job, I would go to class that night, Monday through Thursday at six o'clock to 930. And then I would turn around at 930 and travel all the way an hour back to get back home. So I did that Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I did not have to. On top of that, I was a mother. <laughs> so it was very hard to do. It was very difficult, but I was determined not to give up on my dream. I knew my associate was not going to get me too far. I needed my bachelor's. And at the time, I still wanted to go to law school. So I tried to do that, and I ended up having to stop. And then I went to South 
university that was in West Palm Beach. And I figured, okay, maybe I can take classes here. It's in West Palm Beach, although I was still working and trying to take the classes after work, which was very hard. So I did a few semesters there. While I was there, I took business law and I just could not get into it again. I was working for the law firm full time and it just did not interest me anymore. So in that time frame, I ended up taking a psychology class that I loved. And I also loved the teacher, Dr. Silvernail. She was like, bomb and I wanted to be just like her and study psychology and just help people through just talking to them now and helping them come up with ways to get on track or go through the things that they were going through in life by talking it out through therapy so I really enjoyed that and I ended up deciding to change my major now, before I changed my major, I jumped out of South University, decided I'm going to get a real estate license. That's easy. That's one year. And I could be bringing in more income while I'm still trying to pursue my dreams. I ended up getting out, taking that real estate class, and also getting my real estate license. And then we'll touch back from there. So I ended up doing a semester at DeVry as well. I'm telling you all this. <laughs> Hopefully it's some young people listening or people in their 30s and 40s that you're thinking about going back to school. Just stick to one school, <laughs> one major, and do not have all these student loans and student debt all over the place. So I um, tried to go back several times. It just would not work. I would need someone to watch my son person was watching my son is okay with doing it maybe for the first few weeks but if you're taking classes it's a commitment you've got to have someone committed to helping you do this in two years and at the time online learning was like so cliche and it was just not recognized it was not um at that time if you guys can recall back or remember an online degree would, did not have as much substance as a traditional you going to college. I didn't stay with DeVry long. And so years go by and I'm working at the job that I'm working in. And my friend starts going to Kaplan University online. And at this point, I have got married. I'm a stepmom too a son, and then I have my son. So we are a family of four, and I'm also working full-time, so I'm trying to go back to school at some point. Me and my spouse decided this was okay. This was a good time. This was something that I wanted to do, and during the time when I got married, three months after I got married, my mom passed, and so I really, during this time where I was trying to go back to school off and on and in and out, I had spoke with my mom about what I really wanted to do and told her how I was always talking to people. And she was like, go for it. Go for psychology. You always want to help someone. And she actually convinced me to do it and to go full throttle. So after she passed, I had this, I was going to finish this degree for my mom because I promised that for her. And my spouse 
I went through depression, of course, after she passed and just not having an interest with anything. And probably for a good year or so, I was in a fog. I don't, I didn't go to a lot of stuff. I just did not do a lot of things. And so we decided that would help me try to get back on track. And that way I would be doing a tribute to my mom as well. So we decided okay, I can go back to school. It was a good time and we were going to work together as a family for me to go back to school. So my friend had started taking classes at Kaplan University and we both were going for psychology, I believe. And so she told me about it. I ended up getting a scholarship. They didn't pay for my whole ride this time. I wasn't that blessed, but I ended up getting a scholarship and also get count. And they helped me go through the process. And maybe one or two phone calls, I was enrolled inside the school. So I started taking the classes online and it was hard. It was difficult. It was different from traditional learning. But it allowed me, someone who was working full-time and had a family, to study at my own pace but be able to work at my own pace. So when everybody would go to sleep and dinner's cooked and everything like that, I would work on my assignments, like, after 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. And so I did that, and I got through, and I was passing the classes, and I was doing these 12-page reports and just flying through it. Yes, okay, I'm going to see the finish line. One semester before, maybe two, before I was about to graduate, my student loan money ran out, which is why I mentioned all of these times that I tried to go back to school, then stop, then go back to school, and then stop. When you are taking out student loans, there's a certain amount that you are allotted, especially for your grants as well, for your associate's degree. Then there's a certain amount allotted for your bachelor's. Because my associate's was done and I had tried to go back to school, I think one, two, three, four different times before I got to Kaplan, my student loan money ran out and my grant money ran out in the last two classes. So I ended up now having this financial burden on my family to pay for my last two semesters. So on top of being stressed about trying to finish my bachelor's, now I've got to worry about making payment on my actual education for me to graduate. So I ended up starting to make payment and then you don't have enough, they'll let you do a certain amount of work and then they would lock you out until you pay some more money (laughs) so it's sad to say it's funny now but it's like they would you would have to pay to keep going so I paid just enough because at the time we were not making a whole lot of money but I was determined to finish it because I was like at least with my bachelor's I can do something I can have a better career make more money the American dream that they all you know, that everyone tells you, go to college and you'll get a good job and you'll have this degree and all this stuff. You won't have to worry about living paycheck to paycheck. So I finished it by the grace of God. But by the time I finished, I owed the school $5,000. I walked across the stage. I had my graduation day and everything, but I owed the school $5,000. So 
even though I got that graduation day, at that point, they had added more fees on whatever I thought it was. It ended up being more than $5,000. I think it was like 2000 but something happened. And the school, they double charged me for stuff. And I had to go through arbitration to get them to take a certain amount off and for them to accept responsibility as well, because somebody at the financial aid department could have told me that, being that they would first see all my semesters and everything before I started, but they did not. So I ended up getting it a lesser amount. I graduated on time based on when I finished my semester. But get this, my degree sat there for a whole year because they would not issue my degree because I owe the actual university the money. This went on for a whole year, I want to say maybe a year and a half. And then finally, I got my income tax. And I was like, I asked my spouse, was it okay that I use my income tax to pay this off? And... Glory to God, I don't think I end up having to pay the whole 5000 They took some more off by the time I went to pay again. So I think only 2500 And I got that. And my actual job ended up giving me a raise for finishing my associate or like a like credit for having a degree. So that took care of the money that I actually paid for my bachelor's. So I ended up getting my bachelor's in psychology. Now, what I didn't know, <laughs> and I guess the thing about online and jumping in other universities, everything is, we'll help you find a career. We'll help you find a career where towards the end, no one in the career department had anything in South Florida for me that they could refer to someone. So. In order for me to actually be a psychologist or do therapy, I would have had to do three more years of graduate school. Or if I wanted to have a CAP designation, which was like working with people with drug and alcohol abuse, that would have been easier to obtain in Florida because I guess Florida has more rehabilitation centers. So they fast tracked that if you wanted to do that. And that was not the field that I wanted to go in. I wanted to help people like with behavior therapy, with adults and teens. And yeah, that's what happened with that degree. <laughs> not enough research and picking the wrong place. So I ended up getting my degree, sitting at my job for some more years and just trying to figure out, okay, what else is it that I want to do? So at the time, my spouse was saying he was going to go back to school and he was going to do some things. So I took about two years off from studying and taking anything to allow him to figure out the time that he wanted to do something. And so he never did it. And so one of my friends, she graduated with her master's from Nova. And she was like, you can do this. And she had got hers. And I went to her graduation and everything. And I went to her graduation party and everything, and she was just telling me how good Nova was and how long it took and things like that. And my friend, I don't know if she ended up finishing her bachelor's at Kaplan, too. I think she ended up finishing as well. So one of my coworkers was like, they were going to start taking 
classes to prepare tax returns. And so I ended up taking that class thinking, okay, I can work through the season. I'll make extra money. And this is not a second job that I got to be committed to. And I could branch off in a few years and prepare taxes myself. So I took that class, I paid the money for it, and it was the most boring class in the whole wide world. Like, I could not get into it. And then I was thinking, if I'm going to put up money for something, it has to be something that I'm interested in. And so I took that class. I remember walking out of there telling her, I'm never coming back. Like, I don't care about taxes like that. I cannot do this. And my friend was telling me about the Masters of Leadership that she obtained because she had taken psychology or something with schools or something like that. So she was like, girl, you can do it. If I did it, you you can do it, blah, blah, blah. So I went back to my job and I spoke with my manager and I'm like, I want to stay here. I don't know what you guys think because I have my degree in psychology because once I finish my degree in psychology, I ended up getting promoted to a higher position at my job. So that allowed for more money. Um, And I was fine with that position. I was making more, I was doing more, and it was diverse and everything like that. So I was like, listen, I want to go back, but I want to be able to take something that's going to help me further advance in this organization. And he had mentioned going back for taxes or going back for evaluating land and real estate. And I know I didn't want like a master's because at this point I have a bachelor's. So I wasn't going to go back and take another bachelor's, but I wanted something to advance about. I was going to go in graduate school. And at the time, my manager, he had his MBA as well. He was like, maybe master's in business administration. It still applies to this job. Maybe you can minor in taxes or something like that. So I looked up NOVA, and they had the Master's of Business Administration with the concentration in management. And I was like, great, because this will keep me in the position that I'm in. But if something ever comes up where they need someone with a master's in a management or supervisor position, I have that, and I can stay in this organization. So that is how I ended up taking my MBA with NOVA. And so I got all the documentation. GPA was over 3, 3.0. I believe it needed to be over 3.0 if you were transferring in from another school. And so I ended up just doing everything online, submitting all my paperwork, and I actually ended up getting accepted probably within less than two weeks. And so I spoke with my spouse to see if it was okay and he had wanted to go through all this again at the time i had just had my second child so now we were a family of five and um i also wanted to do it in business management because he was in the trucking industry so if ever he wanted to branch out and have his own business or start his own trucking thing i would be able to help him as well so that's how NBA came about that's what we agreed on and I started taking the classes and that's how I got into NOVA for my master's in MBA and I bring up NOVA because if you guys didn't hear in the first if you 
didn't listen to the first one. In my first part one, I manifested Nova. So I never thought me standing there, I believe it was either 2001 or 2002 in the middle of Nova that later on, I think it was 2015, I started 15 years later. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy, God. 15 years later, I ended up getting accepted into a graduate's program at Nova Southwestern University. Now, my email was online. I wasn't on campus, but just glory to God how things happened. 15 years later, this time I'm married with two biological kids and one stepchild, and I get accepted into this school. And so I started taking classes online. It was very hard. It was definitely not like the bachelor's, everything with the master's program. You had to do group assignments. Everything was a group. So you would pick one part that you were going to do as a group. Your other team members were going to do another. So most of the MBA was a group effort. So it was really hard because if you were used to doing independent work like myself and working independently at work, it was very challenging to learn how to work as a group. But that's the way they structured it because out in the real world at this time, everything was a group effort. We had studied Google as to how when you go to get your evaluation with Google, you get an individual evaluation and then you get your team evaluation. So going forward, that's how most of the real world was running the corporate world as as well. So that's why they were really big on us with teamwork, group effort, learning how to work in a group, being graded in a group, being graded as an individual. So there were some long nights, there were some tough times, there were some times where you had to submit other people paperwork because they didn't get it done on time, and just a lot of that frustration. And so I go through, my family are fine, I ended up purchasing a house in the middle of studying for my MBA. And the I thought at the time it was my last semester, but I actually had one more semester. Me and my spouse decided to separate, get a divorce. So in the midst of trying to finish the hardest degree of my life, moving to a whole nother city where I knew probably four more people moving 45 minutes away from my job to get a decent home and a decent house and market, still taking classes online, I am now going through a divorce. My last two semesters of my master's degree. And I don't know. I know it was not on my strength. I know it was God that gave me the strength to go through the divorce alone, to go through taking these classes alone, to keep having motivation to get up and go to work and take these classes and finish because I could see me going across that stage. I was not going to let that vision go away. So in the midst of taking that class, I ended up failing in the midst of that semester and all that I was going through. I ended up failing one class, which was like, if you take your master's, you, they'll have you put together. I forgot what the thing is called. 
a thesis. Back in the day, they would have you put together a thesis to get your master's. And it would be, I'll combine this work that you learn throughout the program on a certain subject. And you're just touching all the things that you learn. Instead of you preparing a thesis, you had to play this game as a group and you were assigned your team. And so the game was like a simulation game, but it was everything that we had learned through our masters. And it was like you had a footwear. You were like a sneaker line business and you had to make decisions on what kind of sneakers you would put out, what celebrity will endorse your sneakers, how much are you going to pay the celebrity, how much are you going to pay your plant people, um, your manufacturers, because you were manufacturing as well, how much for the packaging. So that first one and two weeks is the most cru crucial part of that game. If you did not win the first one or two, you were never going to get up the way the game was simulated because you got your most game those first one or two weeks. Our team was not working together. That first one or two weeks, we're like emailing the teacher, asking him for help. He's responding back with questions to us. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And so the first semester, one girl, she ended up just like jumping out. I think the second week, she just withdrew from the class. And she said, I'm not going to fail this semester. It was her. Everybody who's in that class was at your last semester. So she jumped out, withdrew from that class, I believe, and went to another one. So I stayed with that class. And once we didn't pass the first one or two weeks, we just kept failing. And we kept asking questions. And he kept responding back with questions for us. And this went on the whole class to where we ended up literally failing the class, my whole group and another team. And I felt so defeated and just like, I wanted to give up because I'm like, I went this far, I tried to ask for help. This man won't give us help. It just was too much for me. But I ended up praying and getting closer with God. And luckily the people who are in my life cheered for me and tried to help me in every way that they could. So I ended up coming back the next semester and passing that class. And so that's how I ended up getting my master's in business administration in the midst of my divorce, in the midst of a new house, in the midst of almost losing my house, losing my car and everything because it went from two incomes to one income and just a whole downward spiral from there. But glory to God that I ended up actually completing my goals when it came to education-wise. And so I just thank God for that. And those he called, he will justify those who are predestined, will be glorified. Like, I love that Bible verse because I still look at it to this day, every day. I went from just looking once a week to every day, and that applies to every area. And life has called you to do it. He will get you there. I didn't know why I had my master's in business administration. At the time I was doing it for my job, at the time I was doing it for my husband, at the time I was doing it, I thought that's what I wanted to do. And it was actually a master's in entrepreneurship, which now I am an entrepreneur 
and have two businesses. And I wish I would have taken that one. But I don't have any regrets because at least now I still know how to find resources and how to research things and look at things from a business standpoint and also be able to look at things as an individual. So I just thank God for that. And so that is my tidbit, my testimony, guys. So that's my testimony, guys. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Thank you so much for supporting me. I will talk to you again next Tuesday, and I will be back with the lovely, beautiful, oh-so-accomplished Sylvia Gritz, and she will talk to you about matters of the heart. Thank you, guys. Keep God first, and the rest will follow. I will see you next Tuesday. Don't forget to make this part of your Tuesday routine. Set your timers. New episode drops every Tuesday or Tuesday testimony. Thank you, guys. See you next Tuesday. Peace.